Do you want to succeed big in 2024? Come on, I know you do. We all do. So what I'm going to talk about today is some options from me that I'm going to give you for how you might be able to do that. I have had a wild week. I was at a um, entrepreneurial conference that gave me so much inspiration, so many breakthroughs, so many ideas for how I could serve all of you during the coming year. Um, I also had an email that was an absolute disaster. <laughs> so I'll talk about that. It's, it's been an interesting week. But um, the point is, I'm going to talk today about some new things that I'm kind of ramping up for the new year and how they might be able to help you succeed as a fiction author in a big way, in a bigger way than you've ever succeeded before. So if that's something you're interested in, this is the episode for you. Stay tuned. Hi there, aspiring fiction author. Welcome to Fiction Author Business School. Do you want to write your stories with ease and confidence? Do you find yourself Googling how to write a fiction book or how to write a character arc? Do you want to create a fiction empire, but you can't even finish the story you're currently working on, and you find yourself doubting it will even be good enough? Hi, I'm Liesl. I too have been writing stories since I was just a kid. I wanted to do something about my fiction writing dreams, but got information overload every time I looked for writing help, because there's just so much out there on the internet. I wanted confidence that I wouldn't disappoint my readers, and a plan to publish regularly. I knew the foundation of any author career, including the marketing aspect, is a stellar and well-written story, but I didn't know how to be sure that my story was solid. I went on a journey to figure out what really makes readers tick and how to incorporate those addictive elements into my story. In this podcast, you'll find specific tactical fiction writing tips, solutions to writing more words more efficiently, and secrets to mastering your author mindset. So put on your fuzzy slippers, grab a notebook and pen and some chocolate, and let's write some fiction. All right, before we get started, I just want to remind you, if you haven't done so yet, to pick up my Fiction Production Growth Scorecard. You can get it at bit.ly forward slash fiction scorecard one, and I will actually, and I will make sure to link that up in the show notes. It's just something that helps you be accountable as you're writing your fiction. It helps you measure how far you've come, and that makes all the difference when you're trying to get your WIP finished, um, because it just helps you to see that you are making progress, and as long as you're making a little bit of progress every day or every week, you will get there. But you need to be able to see it in order to keep going. And of course, it also keeps you accountable, making sure that you get certain things done every week. So it's a really, really helpful tool when it comes to um, getting writing processes and habits into place. So again, that's bit.ly forward slash fiction scorecard one to pick that up. It is a free download. Okay, so let's talk about my week. (laughs) My week has been interesting. Um, but not in a bad way, in, in mostly a good way. First of all, uh, let me apologize about the email. So like I said, I was at this entrepreneurial conference and I felt inspired to send an email out to everybody um, and I did, and what I didn't realize is that, that there was a problem with my email provider, and I didn't even realize it. So I had a few people send it to me and say, um, we're trying to respond to your email, but it says it doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, that would be a problem, wouldn't it? <laughs> it was just a little snafu that had to do with a card that had expired. Um, so I, I've already fixed it. I, when this episode goes live, it will be fixed. But um, I do apologize. I sent out this email, and it was so great, and I was going to connect with everyone, and then I didn't realize that there was a technical problem. So. So uh, apologize about that, but it is fixed now. And I'm going to talk about kind of the same stuff today that I was talking about a little bit in that email. So um, as I said, I was at this conference. It was an entrepreneurial conference. It was James Wedmore's uh, uh, Business by Design live event, right? It was fantastic. I mean, it was like life-changing. 
so many great things, so many great experiences, and I absolutely loved it. I could go on and on about it for a really long time, but I'm not going to. I'm going to talk about some of the things from it that inspired me and some of the thoughts that I had and what that has to do with writing, fiction writing, and the new year. Um, One of the things that we did there is we did a lot of mindset work, which is why it was so inspiring and so life-changing. And every single person there was a business owner who was trying to, um, you know, succeed at an online business. And let's face it, that's what we do as fiction authors. Our business is online. It is selling books online. And so in doing all of these exercises and, you know, the amazing guest speakers, I got to see Jasmine Starr and Michael Beckwith and just all kinds of really, really great people. Um, Everybody was having all kinds of breakthroughs. And we did group meditations, which were really, really powerful. And it just... Like I said, it just inspired me. Like, I I don't even have the words to tell you how inspired I felt by this event. And I was so excited to get back and get started on things and, you know, connect with everybody and get more podcasts out and all of that. (laughs) Now, you might have noticed that I only am doing one podcast this week, and that will probably continue through the end of the year because I have a lot of work to do in order to be ready for 2024. Um, And then, of course, there was the little email snafu. But what I did after the conference, so it went, uh, I flew out to Orange County Many of you know I'm from Utah, so it wasn't a long flight, but I it was in a different state. And I flew out Thursday night. The conference was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I came back Monday, but my flight did not – it was not scheduled until the evening. So I had most of the day on uh, Monday to kill before I actually got on the plane. And, you know, being from Utah, which is a desert, I couldn't go to California and not visit the beach. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've been to California lots of times before. But what I did once I had to check out of my hotel was I went down to Laguna Beach. And um, I don't think I'd actually been to Laguna. I've been to most of the others, like Long Beach and um, Newport and all of that. But I went down to Laguna Beach, and it was really, really lovely, really pretty. And I kind of sat down, and I wrote some thoughts in a journal. And I'm going to just kind of read you some of those thoughts and talk about it. And then I'm going to go into some of the things I'm going to be doing in 2024. I'm revamping some things. I'm getting some new programs out. And, you know, I say that they're options from me because obviously you have to decide whether it's something that would serve you or not. But I'm really, really excited for all of them. And I think you guys will be too. So um, one of the biggest things that really, really struck me, and this is something that I've thought for a long time, but it just was sort of driven home by being at this event, is that the world at large, like the entire planet, is going through a spiritual and energetic revival. And I think a lot of people have kind of at least sensed this or been aware of it for the last few years, since like 2020 at least. And we're not just talking about one person or one group of people. We're talking about the entire human race and the entire planet and everything that's alive. I mean, everyone can feel that things are shifting and that they're different than they used to be, right? So we're kind of going through this spiritual awakening and we're going through it all together. The entire human race on both sides of the veil and all of the life on the planet, we all move forward together. So when people say we're all connected, that's very literal, okay? And I just really felt that during this conference. You know, I was with literally a thousand other people in this um, convention center. And we managed to all synchronize our heartbeats. I mean, it was amazing. Just made you feel so alive and so connected. So again, we're going through this energetic and spiritual revival, okay? The entire planet is. Here's where this really applies to you, though. Our stories need to reflect that. So I want you to think about, for example, 
soap operas, right? Back in the, you know, when they first came out, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, even into the 90s, Soap operas, daytime soaps, they were the bee's knees, right? Everybody watched them. Everybody loved them. I have memories of coming home from school in the afternoon. My mom was watching General Hospital. That was her show. I even watched a couple of, you know, off and on during high school myself. They have really fallen out of popularity. I mean, most of them have been canceled. I think there's a few that are still running. But why is that? Now, you could say something a little more surface, like, oh, our you know entertainment entertainment tastes have just sophisticated and and that's true but it goes a lot deeper than that too okay it's it's more than just becoming more sophisticated because if that was the case then it would be a matter of you know maybe teenagers watch those but once a person matures they don't watch that anymore in the same way that they would with little kid cartoons okay but that was not the case for decades um Adults watched those and really enjoyed them. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying they're not doing that anymore. Why? Because we, as a race of people, have sophisticated, okay? It's not about the age of a single person. It's about the way that the entire planet is moving forward. So in terms of stories, this is just one, you know, little tiny um, example of, of how we can see this. But it is no longer enough to put a mediocre character into the lowest common denominator of a situation and have them react with drama. I mean, that's pretty much what soap operas were, right? And again, I'm, I'm really not throwing shade. At the time, that's what people wanted for entertainment. And that's great. You know, they got something out of it. But that's not what people want anymore because we're moving forward as a, as a race. We're going through this revival. Readers want transformation. They want the real and the raw. They want victory. They want to see victory, both physically and emotionally, psychologically, right? Now, not all of course, stories show victory. We might be writing a cautionary tale or a tragedy or something, but even that shows victory or what it could be, even if it's the lack of it or the absence of it. So it still has the same effect on a reader just coming from a different angle. Okay. So this is what readers want. And like I said, our stories just need to reflect this. We can't be writing you know, half thought out stories anymore. I mean, we can, (laughs) obviously you can do whatever you want, but it's not resonating with readers when we do that. And therefore, if you want to create a business out of this, if you want to make money off this, that's just not going to cut it. Okay. And in a world where it is very chaotic, right? We're being told that down is up and red is green and right is wrong. In this world, readers are yearning for stories where good overcomes evil and justice prevails. And obviously, we're not going to make that super easy for them. We have to show the obstacles and the injustices and the trials along the way. But again, our stories just need to reflect the world that we live in. Okay, so there's that. Another thing that I reflected on as I was sitting on Laguna Beach is that years ago, probably 10 years ago, I put a particular scripture into the signature of my emails. And it's from Job, Job 19, 23 to 24. It says, Oh, that my words were now written. Oh, that they were printed in a book, that they were graven with an iron pen and lead in the rock forever. And I'll be the first to admit that I was, when I first put that in my email signature, it was a little bit tongue in cheek. It was a little bit jokey jokey because it just kind of feels like it has a publishing (laughs) vibe to it, but it's from the Bible. And so that's why I wanted to put it in my email signature. But I no longer think of it as jokey jokey anymore, okay? Because, um, well, we have the fact that Job, first of all, is a very tragic figure. He kind of 
epitomizes human loss and human struggle, for one thing. But he also, I think, I mean, why was he saying that? He said that he wanted his words to be written in a book, to be printed in rock, graven in stone for all time. Was that because he wanted to be famous? Was that because he wanted to hit the Amazon top 100 list? I mean, obviously not. But why did he say it then? Because he understood the value of writing down the struggles that a person is going through and allowing somebody else to read them and learn and grow from them. Okay, he understood he, he understood the value of he understood why people read books. Let's just put it that way. Why the human beings have always told stories. And yes, it is for entertainment and sometimes it's for education, but it's a lot deeper than that. There's a reason that Christ taught in parables, okay? And it's because and I've said this before in various different ways, stories speak to us on a subconscious level. And I've talked about a lot of different definitions of the subconscious mind. And, you know, that's why you meditate to change yourself on the subconscious level. And that's really the only way to affect permanent change for yourself is to start on the inside on the subconscious level. But for purposes of today, another way to think about it is that the subconscious is speaking to your spirit, okay, not to your body, not to your logical mind, not to the natural man, as they sometimes call it, right? It is speaking to your spirit and changing your spirit. So um, that is why Christ taught in parables. And that is why Job wanted his trials to be written down, because he knew they would help other people. He knew the value of people reading a story and learning from it and, and living vicariously through that story and how it could change them in a good way, how it could help them, how it could give them more humanity and more strength and more resilience and more transcendence. Okay, so that was something that he desperately wanted. And you guys, I've cried so many times this weekend when I was having these breakthroughs and I'm doing it again. But Job, when he was at his lowest point that he had ever been at in his life, he cried out, you know, oh, that my words were now written. Oh, that they were printed in a book, that they were graven with an iron pen and lead in the rock forever. And they were, in a sense, right? The really, really beautiful thing about that is not only that he wanted to help other people through his story, but that he has. Job is one of the most widely read and well-known stories in the history of the world. And so not only did he get his wish, but I want you to take from that too, that whatever the desire of your heart is, you can have that, okay? You got to be willing to do the work. You got to be willing to go through the tough times, but... If you want to be successful as a career author, you can do that, okay? You will get whatever you want if you're willing to put in the work, all right? So again, these were all things that I was reflecting on. This was the kind of, you know, experience that I had while I was there. It was just absolutely amazing. Um, so I'm, I'm going to talk about a couple of concepts here, and then I will get into, you know, the programs that I'm, I'm putting together for you for the new year. Number one, this is something that a lot of people say and that I've even had people say to me um, as I've been doing my podcast over the last few months, and that is that people think there's too much competition in the fiction world, and therefore, while you might sell a few books, it's not possible to make a living off this. Well, contrary to popular belief, <laughs> that is just not true. Number one, there are actually a lot of people who are making a living off this, um, you know, and, and people immediately jump to, oh, it's just the mainstream authors who already had a following before the digital revolution happened. No, no, actually, there are a lot of indie authors who make 
six figures. There are a lot who, even if they're not making six figures, are making a good living, are making, you know, have been able to replace their income from their day job. Okay. But what I want you to take away though, is that other people's success have absolutely nothing to do with your success. Okay. Absolutely nothing. It does not matter how com- how much competition there is in the market. In order to be successful, you need two things. You need the right mindset and you need the right strategy. Okay. Um, only you can cultivate the right mindset, but I can help you with that. I can, you know, guide you toward that, but I can also give you the right strategy. And if you have both of those things, it is more than realistic that you could make a living off of this. Okay. So one more time. Other people's success have absolutely nothing to do with your success. It's about you. Do you want to be successful at this or not? All right. Um, The next thing I'm going to say is going to be pretty controversial. I'm just going to warn you. There is a huge belief. I'm going to call it a misbelief, you know, just like our characters sometimes have in the author space that it is impossible to sell books via social media. I hear this all the time, all the time. Social media does not sell books. And I'm going to disagree with that. Now, it is important to be realistic about social media. So in the sense of throwing up posts all the time that say, buy my books, buy my books, and then nobody does. I mean, that happens all the time. That's true. And that's why people say that. Um, Simply throwing out links and asking people to buy your books is probably not going to sell books. And then of course, we have to be realistic about the fact that we do not own the real estate on social media. So if social media is your entire strategy for selling books, and then your account gets shut down, you're pretty much screwed. Okay, so it's not that people when they say things like that, that there isn't some truth in it. But there's also some untruth in it. Okay, again, you have to have the right strategy to sell on social media. But this was something that was, and this is less the spiritual stuff, this is more the strategy stuff. This was really driven home to me during the conference because there are so many people who are selling on social media. And you guys, there are women who are selling $3,000 coaching courses on things that 90% of people would think you were absolutely insane to pay for. And they're being successful at it, okay? And if they can sell a high ticket offer on social media, there is no reason that we cannot sell our books on social media. But once again, you need to have the right strategy. And I think that's the main thing authors are missing. Some They're, they're also missing the mindset a little bit, but most of us don't know what to put on social media in order to sell our books, okay? And we also have to be realistic that it's not going to happen overnight, okay? We have to grow a following. We have to work up to it. It does not take as much time as you would think it would if you have the right strategy. But again, it's not going to happen overnight. Guys, marketing, just like writing your book, it takes time. It takes a little bit of effort. But if you know exactly what to do and can put systems in place so that you um, know exactly what you're doing every day, then it's not hard. It's just a matter of showing up, right? Okay, so that's the second thing I wanted to to talk to you about. Um, The third thing. And this is probably going to hurt the most. (laughs) A little bit of real talk here, but I want you to be honest with yourself about this, okay? Um, I've said this before, but one place that I really think that the fiction author space is lacking is in just good, solid business principles. We, there are plenty of people who teach you know, paid ads, how to sell your book, that sort of thing. But we don't teach really solid general business principles. And I, you know, I don't think that's anyone's fault. I'm not throwing shade at anyone. It's just that 
no one's really done it before. And if they have, I, I mean, I'm sure there are people who have that I just don't know about. You know, there always are. But um, it's not it's not very prevalent. It's not very widely taught anyway. So that is something that I've been learning for the last several years. I mean, the reasons that I haven't published as many books um, over the last three or four years is because I've been learning a different side of the business, not only so I can sell my own books, but so I can help others sell theirs. Um, I'm not going to get into lots and lots of, you know, marketing principles here. But one that is a big deal in other spaces is that you need to make sure that something works before you throw money at it. And maybe that seems obvious, but even if it does seem obvious to you, I got to tell you, there are very few authors that actually put this into practice. Most people, this is what happens. And, and tell me if this is you, because it's definitely been me before. Okay. So, um, you're not alone, but you write your book. You're absolutely sure that your story is solid. And, you know, maybe you've even had people read it and gotten some kudos for it and people like it. And you're like, okay, my story's solid. Then you, pu- you publish it and you, you get either crickets or maybe a few sales, you know, depending on um, who buys it, maybe family and friends, or maybe you've got a little bit of a fiction uh, email list. And so you sell some copies, but then that's pretty much it. I mean, it kind of drops into the void. And so you think, okay, well, I just got to run some paid ads to it and then it'll sell like, like hotcakes, right? But most authors also have a really hard time getting paid ads to work for them. Again, not all, but the vast majority. This is why you should always test an offer and your book, what you're selling is your offer, um, before you throw money at it. So we all hear these stories about authors who write a book, pop it up on Amazon, and it just sells like crazy. They sell 100,000 copies you know, of some romance novel without even putting hardly any other marketing into it, maybe send it to their list, but that's all. Now, of course, every situation is different. Maybe those authors have awesome email lists that are very engaged, you know, we would have to take that on a case by case basis. But there really are success stories of people who have put a book up, and they were just good enough at marketing at knowing exactly what readers want at putting that into their blurb at making sure they had their SEO dialed in that they didn't really need much other marketing and the book really did kind of sell itself. Okay. This is what I'm going to say. Every book that you write, you should be able to do that with. You need to make sure that your book is working without paid ads before you start throwing money at it because paid ads do not sell a book. They amplify what is already working. So if you have a book that is not selling on its own, paid ads are not going to help you. You are going to be flushing money down the toilet, okay? And this is why so much in the last few years, I have people say, well, you know, your writing stuff is great. I like your, I like your um, fiction writing tips and all that, but I really need marketing. When are you going to do marketing? I've had a hard time wanting to do marketing because I feel that it is unethical to tell you to throw money at CPC ads if your book is not working. And at the same time, it's hard for me to know how I can help you with that because I can't really be the book police and tell you whether your book is good enough. You know, you have to figure that out. But it's finally all kind of come together for me. So what I will say here is that everybody in the author space wants marketing and understandably so because you want to sell your book. I get it. But there is not a single fiction author (laughs) on earth who thinks their book might be the problem. Now, 
their book isn't always the problem, but a lot of time, times it is. So when I say that when I was at this event, I got a lot of clarity, it finally clicked for me how I could put all of this together to help you. Okay. So with that in mind, let's talk about what I'm going to be doing in the new year. I've been talking about fiction by design for a while. I'm trying to put this program together, but when I sat down to outline it, it is a beast of a, pro- a program. Okay. It's like 19 modules. And I was really struggling with how to format that because I thought that's going to be a big course. And it's psychologically, once you get into the psychology of online courses, something that big, most people are not going to finish it because it's too overwhelming. And I get that. I completely understand that. But if you don't finish it and implement it, then you're not going to get results, right? And obviously, we don't want that either. I want you to get the results. I want you to be successful at this. So doing it as a course just wasn't the best. I I don't know, I kind of went back and forth. But the only other thing I could do is maybe to do it as a membership. But I also knew that that would frustrate people because I know that most authors are like me, they like to jump in and power through things and get them done and you know, that sort of thing. And if I'm making you right or wait a full month in between the dropping of each module, people are going to get frustrated and leave the membership. So I completely understand that too. So I was really struggling with how to format this program. Well, it kind of finally clicked for me. And this, this particular breakthrough actually came right before I went to BBD, but um, being there just kind of reinforced it and gave me even more clarity than I had before. So what I'm going to do I am going to launch Fiction by Design. I'm going to be doing most of the launch work as in, you know, presenting it. Um, I'll probably do some workshops around it and, you know, to, to let you know what it is, you know, whether it's really bring it across, whether it's going to serve you or not. I'm going to be doing all of that in January and the program will start the first week in February. It is going to be a five month coaching program, meaning um, we will every um week, actually, I will be dropping new modules, and then you'll have homework and writing to do for that week. Um, The idea is that you will have finished a full book by the time that we are done with the coaching program, okay, five months, you will have written an amazing book, you will I will have shown you how to write the book in such a way that it will be marketable by the time it's finished. And you will have a excuse me, a full marketing plan coming out of it. Okay. So that's what we're going to do. Like I said, I'm going to be doing the launch work in January. So if you, this is what I was actually talking about in the um, email that went kerplooey, right? Um, If you want to learn how to write a book in a way that automatically makes it marketable. The point is that when you publish your book, you should automatically be getting sales, okay? It should not be something where you have to work super, super, super hard to get sales. And I'm not saying that you will, that every book you write, you'll have 100,000 sales. The point is that it should be selling on its own. Readers should be finding it on their own. And you should be able to do some pretty basic um, marketing that doesn't take a whole lot of time or money and get some sales. And once you can see that that's working, then you move on to the the ads that will um, really scale those sales for you. Okay, so that's what I'm going to help you to do is write a book that is um, automatically going to connect with readers and that will because of that, it will automatically be marketable. And I will show you how to market it without CPC ads in a way that should get you some decent sales just by doing some basic things. Okay, so that's the first program that I'm going to be launching in the new year. And I'm super excited about it because this is the one that I'm going to be incorporating mindset, I'm going to be incorporating um, some meditation into it. So they're basically 
six ingredients I came up with for this program. And, you know, depending on how you look at it, like I said, 19 modules, I could come up with a lot more ingredients, but um, just in general, you're going to be using a process that I've developed called creative discovery to figure out your story. You're also going to be using structured journaling, which is a type of meditation to figure out your story. The third ingredient is just meditation itself, um, both around your mindset in general, as well as specifically around your story. Then there's the human template for storytelling. And guys, I've talked about this multiple times on the podcast. We're going to be going several orders of magnitude deeper on this, okay, on what it is, on why it's important. And once you really understand that, it will change the entire way you look at fiction writing, it will change the entire way that you approach story, once you understand this, okay. Um, So we're going to be doing that, that's the fourth ingredient. And then we're going to use what I call fiction marketing focal points. These are things that are already there in your story. I promise you they're already there. Really, you don't have to do a whole lot more work. It's not like you have to put them into your story. They'll already be there, especially in the way that I teach story through the the lens of the human template for storytelling. But we're going to emphasize them and pull them out and record them as we go, because those are the things that we're going to use to market once your story is finished and published. And by the time you leave, the sixth ingredient is that you're going to have a full book marketing business plan. Okay. Um, I just got to say, I love what I do. I I love geeking out about story. I love connecting with people through story. I love, um, you know, it's, it's something that I've gone on in a little bit of a journey to figure out. I think I love everything spiritual and subconscious. And that's why I've really latched on to meditation a lot in the last few years, because that brings that out. But what I never really understood about myself is that that's why I love story so much, even though I didn't understand why or what the... Um, I don't know what the effect of it was. I didn't understand that it was story speaks to people on a subconscious level and therefore it's speaking to your spirit. I just knew that I loved it. I just, I I didn't know why, you know, I just, what do you say? I just do. I just love it. You know? And I think that most people who love story and connect with story, even though they might not understand those, those kinds of underpinnings, they're connecting with it because of those same reasons. So I love what I do. And I would love to show you how to do this if it's something that you are interested in. Um, This program will be available to you in 2024. Okay, so all you got to do, if you're interested, you can join the waitlist, which just means that I will send you more information via email um, when it becomes available. But I will also be talking about on the podcast. So if you listen to the podcast, you don't have to do anything else. Just keep listening to the podcast and you'll hear when, <laughs> when it's available and everything. All right. The second program, I promise this will be shorter. I'm going to wrap up. I know this is long. Um, this is something that I really had no inkling of at all until I went to BBD. And I started to talking, talking to different people about it. And I just came up with this. And now I'm like super, super excited about it. Remember how I talked about marketing on um, social media, right? So I'm going to put together, this is going to be a monthly membership, but it's going to be pretty cheap. I'm thinking I'm going to start it at like $37 a month. So it's not super expensive. Um, We are going to learn to market our books on probably Instagram is going to be our focal point. Um, I have grown an Instagram account around you know, this podcast and authors, but I kind of hijacked the account I was using for my books when I started my podcast. So I don't have one that is specifically geared toward my readers. So I started another one that would be geared toward that. And I have about a hundred followers on that account. So it's very small. It's something that I'm just starting. Um, so what we're going to do is remember in the other program, I talked about fiction marketing focal points. If you already have books written that you want to 
learn how to market on social media, which means it'll take a little time to put some posts together and things, but it doesn't take a whole lot of money. You guys got to understand something. Marketing always costs you something, okay? It's either going to cost you time or it's going to cost you money. Um, if you're pretty early on in your journey and you don't have a lot of money, I know that most fiction authors these days don't have tons of money when they start out, then you're probably going to be paying through your time. And then once you start selling more books, then after that, you can you can pay more through money. Um, anyway. So what we're going to do with this membership is we are all going to grow our Instagram accounts together and learn how to sell books on those accounts. And this is something that I very much learned during BBD Live. I've got some um, strategies, some of them I've used before, and so I know they work. Others are brand new. But when I heard it, I was like, oh, why have I not done that before? That's genius, you know? So that was part of it is getting these insights and this information. And a lot of this stuff I learned from people who their full-time job is to sell on Instagram. So they know what they're doing, and these things will work for us, Okay. So what is the membership going to look like? You're going to have some basic videos that teach you different types of posts that you can make um, and the basic Instagram strategy we're going to follow. But then every single month, I'm going to give you templates and swipe files, meaning I will show you here's a new type of post for this month that you can use. So you'll be getting new types of posts every month that you can just kind of fill in the blank with your book and, and put your book and your copy on it. But I'm also going to teach you about those fiction marketing focal points, which is how you will write your copy and exactly what you will say about your book and all of that. Um, so I came up with four ingredients for this particular membership that you're going to need to be successful. One is the fiction marketing focal points, which I will teach you. The social marketing, the social media marketing strategy, which I will teach you. Um, you're going to need SEO words, and I'm going to, um, I am going to teach you that. I'm, we're going to go through something where we're going to come up with a list of SEO words that you need to use, um, and then the templates and swipe files, which you will get new ones every single month. So the idea is just that every month I will give you new templates and swipe files, and you will create new posts, and then you're going to post according to the posting strategy that I give you. And we're going to watch our accounts grow, and we're going to watch how many books we sell, and we're going to record it. And, you know, just like any membership out there, like I said, it's going to be relatively... Um, I don't want to say cheap. It's going to be very affordable to uh, to be in it. But if you decide it's not for you, you can quit anytime. You know, it's just a membership. There's no contracts or anything like that. I am actually probably going to start that in January. So you will hear more about it over the next few weeks. Um, and then, yeah, we're going to launch that right after the new year so that we are getting a full 12 months to grow our Instagram accounts. Now, is it going to take a full 12 months to find success selling your book on Instagram? No, I really don't think it will. Like anything else, if you're starting out at zero with very few followers or zero followers, I mean, a lot of you might be creating new Instagram accounts in order to do this, which means you'll be starting at absolute zero. It's going to be a little bit slow going at first, you know, just like anything, we're not going to see tons and tons of um, results right at first because we don't have that many followers, but we're going to track our progress throughout the year. And it's just one of those things, guys, the, the year is going to pass one way or the other. Why not be doing this so that by the end of 12 months, you have a full thriving Instagram account um, where you can see some sales. All right. So that's what we're going to be doing. Um, final note, I don't actually have a name for this membership yet. <laughs> and Guys, I've had so much information crammed into my brain, and it's, it's all good information, really, really fantastic, inspirational, life-changing kind of information, but so much of it crammed in there that I just, I got nothing when I'm trying to think of a name for this membership. So I'm going, yeah, it's going to be the um, Instagram amazing 
fiction marketing membership. Yeah, I, I got nothing. Okay. So um, I would love some suggestions on what to call it. I will come up with something before we launch it, but I don't actually have anything yet. Um, if you are interested in possibly being part of this membership, there is also a link in the show notes where you can um, just go to the link and join the wait list for this. And again, that just means that I will send you more information as I get it, but I also will be talking about it on the podcast more. Um, if you want to get on the wait list for that, it's bit.ly forward slash IG fiction marketing. Um, and I will put that in the show notes as well. Okay. So I think I've rambled on enough for today. This is what we're looking at going into 2024. And I'm super excited for both programs. I'm super excited for what the new year is going to bring. And I hope you are too, you know, whether you join these programs or not, I hope that you have a plan for your fiction in 2023 and that you're super excited about it. And I just wish you all all the success in the world, no matter what route you take. All right. So that is what I have for you today. I hope everybody has a wonderful week of writing. Christmas is coming at us so stinking fast and there's so much to do. Believe me, I get it. I've been there. I am there. Um, But yeah, get on one of those wait lists if you're at all interested. And this is me signing off, wishing you tons of creativity, inspiration, and many royalties. Bye. Thanks so much for listening today. Before you go, would you be willing to do me a solid? If you found any value at all in this episode today, would you be willing to share it with other authors just like you in the hopes that they might find some value in it as well? Happy story crafting this week. Remember, only you can bring the world the unique story that you are trying to tell. Only you can succeed in your own unique way in getting it out of your mind and your heart and into a medium where it can reach thousands if not millions of salivating readers. You don't have to worry about failure because there is always a market for awesome.